0: And we're back with Tom Bernard Show without Tom Bernard and the family.
1: (laughs) No Tom Bernard, no family.
0: Well, you got Andy, your family.
1: I am. I'm. I'm the only member of the family (laughs) who showed up today.
0: Well, we knew they weren't going to be here. No,
1: we. Yeah, we did.
0: They're they're visiting, having a meeting with Mickey Mouse.
1: Yep, they certainly are over in uh, coronavirus land. I bet it's pretty quiet. I I actually am curious to see how, because you know. Maybe we will go to Disney World this year.
0: It might be the time to
1: go. <laughs> Just go during a pandemic. There you yeah.
0: go. No lines. I know I saw some, some video of somebody in Italy the day before yesterday and there was nobody.
1: Oh yeah. They were in you Vatican, they were in Vatican
0: f- Square and there was like nobody there.
1: You can fly from Australia to Japan direct for four hundred bucks right now. Really? No one is going to Japan. They're all terrified of Asia.
0: So I like Japan a lot.
1: I wanna go one day. It's so Japan's pretty far, awesome, though. No,
0: it's not. It ain't bad.
1: Well, I think Florida far Go trip, to so. a travel
0: doctor and tell them you're not good flying, oh. and they'll give you a couple of pills. Yeah, they will. You get on that plane, have a meal, take those pills. You wake up, you're there. That's true.
1: Just knock out. I, If I'm in a seat, I'm not sleeping.
0: You will if you take these pills. <laughs>
1: well, I guess if you can't fight it, then yeah. I wake up with my neck half off, but other than that. I don't
0: know what they gave me last time. Well, to Japan, but I Nancy won't take anything. She's a freak about pills. She won't take anything. If it's a
1: sleeping pill. I won't take it. I'm she won't take any kind of pills. pills. They're,
0: they're not sleeping pills. They're they're uh
1: like trazodone or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, I think they maybe even were uh, some kind of a colonop, uh, diazepam Oh yeah. So I uh I got on the plane and she won't take anything. And I have I actually have a travel doctor who she checks where you're going and see if you need any shots or what you need and so she gives me these I said I know it's probably the longest I've ever flown yeah and as um, long as
1: most people will I said I
0: said you know I've had claustrophobic Mm -hmm. panic attacks before and I don't want to do that so she goes no probably give you a prescription two pills for the flight there two pills for flight back and uh of course she said don't drink on them but of course i had two drinks before oh. <laughs> i got on the plane mm. no but i know that i know it'd be better so uh i took those two pills after i had the meal i lasted till <laughs> the meal the first meal and then i literally was out the whole flight yeah. woke up we were there and i'm like let's go out and party and it's like what are you crazy i gotta go to bed
1: yeah well <laughs> there is that the jet
2: lag we'll take a break i'll call our guest and we'll be right back I got a
0: hot mic today. Yeah. Feedback city. How about? That's better. There you know we go. That's good. Anyway. You fixed it.
1: All right. We have Cindy Landine on the phone from the Rock
0: Gods Hall of Fame. How you doing, Cindy? Good. How are you? Good. I, I guess I hear you're in your car.
3: I I totally apologize, but I am in my car. Oh, well, you good.
1: actually sound pretty good. Yeah, so. you sound better than most guests. Yeah, for real. <laughs> a lot of That's guests, it's like I
3: have a loud voice.
1: Ah, uh, that does help. A lot of guests so. are wondering. It's like, is the phone in the other room? Are you swimming right now?
0: What's going on? We, we've we've heard it all on this show. Yeah, we sure have. <laughs> sure. So tell tell us about the Rock Gods Hall of Fame.
3: So Rock On Hall of Fame was founded uh, by myself uh, and another couple people that have helped with it nine years ago in 2000, or well, I guess it's like more than nine years now, 2009. And uh, I started it because I met a lot of musicians that played with the biggest bands in in the world, you know, rock and roll bands, which is a genre that I really love. And um, I I realized that they didn't really get the uh, attention, accolades, acknowledgement like the front guys necessarily got. And so uh, we decided to form an online hall of fame and then have uh, annual award shows where we give the inductees that are chosen uh, an award uh, for their contribution to rock and roll. Um, and the, they're picked by former inductees. So it's, it's a, a very organic uh, organization that really uh, gets their members from uh, other musicians or contributors to classic rock uh, that are their peers, so to speak. So it's not a something that you can buy or Call me up and say, "Hey, I want to be in the Rock Hudson Hall of Fame." It's really chosen by people that have been in the industry, most of them for well over 25 years.
0: Well, that's great that you're giving the unrecognized guys the the, the acknowledgement because a lot of guys have been in there, and, and girls have been in there for life, and no one knows, no one knows who they are. So,
3: yeah, and it's it's really amazing. The stories are. Um, are, you know, all over the map, but really a lot of these guys just are still out there doing the same thing, you know, just uh, continuing to play music, or th- some of them are studio musicians, uh, things like that. So if you go to our website, which is rockgods, with a Z, halloffame.com, you can see uh, people that we've inducted and see some of their stories, and it, it's, it's, just, it's really a rewarding, uh, I'm not a musician... <laughs> I don't even sing in the shower, but, uh, you know, it's a very rewarding uh, thing to
0: do. I I, I actually went on the website and looked. I actually am friends with most of those people. (laughs) uh, Oh, that's awesome. That's uh, awesome. Now, is this – I noticed a lot of Minnesota people there. Is this local or is it national?
3: So this is a national organization. I'm from Minnesota, and actually – have uh, you know when Prince passed away, uh, I have somewhat of a connection uh, with uh Prince in his early years before he actually, before he became famous uh, with some of the members of his group and uh when Prince passed away, I thought it would be really cool to acknowledge some of those people that uh you know were a part of uh prince revolution and and actually the time. Uh, so the, the people that you see uh, highlighted in the poster on our website now are the people that we are giving an award to at a show at Grand Casino in Hinkley on April 10th. But traditionally, our, um, our uh, award shows and concerts take place in los angeles because a lot of the guys live there as you probably know they all they most of them live in in that area but we are starting to do what we call rock gods does main street where we're going out to other communities and trying to uh, reach out to some of the people that live in those communities and uh and uh, give them awards and that just really comes from our our inductees that have suggested that we do that. Yeah, because people
0: uh, people are actually spreading all over the country now because LA is like very expensive to live and things aren't going the way people want them to go. So I know, like a lot of I know everybody that was in the Revolution, Bobby Z, Matt Fink. They're all Minnesotans. They all live here. Uh, Bobby and Vicky are close friends of mine, and they're the nicest people in the world. He, all those guys are really nice. Even the, I don't know if you have you inducted anybody from the Peterson family. Yeah,
3: so Paul Peterson is one of our inductees.
0: Yep. So uh, his, his brother is actually plays with Fleetwood Mac. Um, I don't know if you knew that. The whole Peterson family. The whole Peterson family is one of the most incredible musical families ever from Minnesota. Yeah, the, Paul's brother plays for Fleetwood Mac right now. He's on the road with Fleetwood Mac. Um, that that's no, a, I,
3: I, I did not know that. Oh, I'll yeah, have the,
0: to make note his, of that. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm having a blank on his first name. But he's probably the, the, not the most talented Peterson. I think their mother was probably the most talented Peterson. And then uh, Patty Peterson is an amazing singer. But, yeah, that's a very talented family. That whole family, actually, I think Patty just got inducted into a Hall of Fame somewhere. But I think that whole family should be in the Hall of Fame because Paul's an amazing guy and the nicest guy in the world.
3: Yeah, they're all super nice, and you know, uh, I went to see Paul with Sinbad and uh, Jellybean Johnson yeah. and, and uh, at the Dakota about a week or so ago, and uh, they were all so super nice. And you know, of course, I mean, because we've been mostly focused in the L.A. area, uh, you know, nobody really knew who Rock God's Hall of Fame was. We We don't really do a lot of advertising, and like I said, it's mostly amongst the musicians. Which really makes the organization different. Uh, a lot of these award shows, uh, they they don't they don't really start from the musician side of it, and uh, it's great because they know who really deserves to be acknowledged. I would have no idea. Uh, they they do. Know. They
0: do know, but there's also a lot of ego. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. sometimes they yeah. don't want to give credit to where credits due.
3: Well, and that's why, because the guys that we have are, you know, the one thing that we kind of like focus on is if you're going to be a jerk, you aren't going to fit in with what we do. And they really, you know, we have had very little of that. So we've been really grateful for that because really, uh, you know, ego didn't make them famous. Um, and it, it didn't. It doesn't make them popular with their peers.
0: No, and everybody. Everybody's getting up in age now, so everybody's kind of becoming mellowed out. And but they're the, the Petersons and like Paul and all. They've been nice their whole lives. They've never had an ego. And people like Bobby Z and everybody from Prince's band. They they've always been nice people.
3: Yeah, it's it's really great. We're we're really excited about doing this. I I I can't wait to have the show. It's going to be a. A great production and we also have some pretty famous guys coming into play we've got Greg Bissonnette who's you know played with pretty much everybody um, uh, Ringo Starr is a he plays with and I mean he, he's a very well-known drummer in the industry and we have uh, Freddie Salem who's from a group called the outlaws I don't know if you remember who they are of course uh, who knows? we have Gary
0: <laughs> everyone What's knows that? that everyone knows the outlaws
3: yeah, the Outlaws were like the front band for the Stones when they went on tour uh, in the United States. And then there's uh, Freddie, or I told you Freddie, uh, Gary Hoey uh, from Ho Ho Hoey. Uh, he, he's not real well known in the, uh, in the city here, I don't think. You probably have a better idea of that than I do. Um, yeah, we have some great guys coming in to play for the show, so it's going to be really fun.
0: Now, you said Paul Peterson's getting inducted this one?
3: Paul Peterson, yeah, everybody on that poster on the main page of our website uh, is getting inducted in the Hall of Fame. Carrie Lewis and Jimmy Jam, uh, Sheila E's being inducted, uh, you know, so, I mean, it's uh, Des, uh, is Des Dickerson, who's an awesome person, he's being inducted. Yeah, it's going to be a really nice show
0: that's awesome and they all play they
3: all you know part of the deal is that when they're inducted we ask them all to get up and play you know we have a bass band of, of, of rock stars and then they get up and play uh, the song that they you know were you know famous for or you know that that they played on uh, you know a Prince song that they played on and so how, that, you know,
0: how can the general how can the general public go can general public go to this
3: yeah, no. The general public is uh, it's a, it's an open concert. Okay, so how do people have, how do
0: people find it? The information about it.
3: They can go to uh, Rock Gods Hall of Fame, our Rock Gods with a Z Hall of Fame, or they can go to the Grand Casino website, and um, and it's all on there. Or they can go to Ticketmaster. Awesome. And it's uh, yeah. So all the tickets are sold through Ticketmaster. We have limited table seats. And uh, sponsorship seats, where they get to do the meet and greet, they get all kinds of stuff with that. So they can see all that information online.
0: That's awesome, and I'm, I'm, it's nice to hear somebody recognizing the people that actually play the music because they really get left behind. I was in the music business, and mm-hmm. drummers and bass players, all they kind of just yeah. you don't get the, the acknowledgement that you should get.
3: No, and you know, when you hear the stories, like, the one that touched me the most was when we we interviewed Stephen Adler from Guns N' Roses. I, I,
0: Stephen Adler played my birthday party here in Minneapolis.
3: Oh, you're kidding nope, me. And I, he's such a sweetheart. Oh, you're kidding me?
0: Steven's one of the nicest people in the world.
3: He is. And to hear his story, I mean, it was really, um, it, it really, and that was in the, the early part of the, of the organization, and it really touched me. I, I, I was like, you know, and the thing is, too, when they come and they get this award, you know, especially when I first started this years ago, because I'm a nobody, you know, I, I don't, but, you know, they would cry when we'd give them the award, and, and that's when I really thought, you know, this is really something that needs to be done, and, uh, you know, so it's been a really – really rewarding experience for me more than even them Stevens very so.
0: Stevens very special he's a, a beautiful person he he's I know Stephen very well and I, I have to say he's one of the nicest people in the world
3: I, I have to agree just a, a really nice and it
0: breaks person. my heart that his story is the what it is because he deserves a lot more
3: yeah and it, sh- it shouldn't be that way you know the, the really the goal is to get some of the the bigger guys the guys that did get all the acknowledgement and that everybody knows their name you know what i mean to really come and give the awards to these guys that's what i'd really like to get the organization to because i think it would mean a lot if that happened well
0: we uh we 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 appreciate what you do and we'll put uh, the link up on our on our website and get people to mm -hmm. come out it was great having you on
3: Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. You
0: too. All right. All right. Bye-bye. That was good. That's a good thing for her to do. Yeah. You know, it's nice to recognize people yeah. that aren't recognized.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying before the show is it looks like, you know, how many Hall of Fames does, you know, Prince or Michael Jackson need to be in? They already know. Right. Well, Everybody they, knows they that. They knew that they were, you know, they made it. Sure. Whereas, yeah, if you're, you know, if you're the drummer for Aerosmith, you know, that's well, still that's a pretty important <laughs> that's a pretty important position to be in. But uh, yeah. most people, but they like, think Aerosmith, they think Steven but Tyler. You so can, right,
0: but you can pick, and that no, the mega bands is different. But the it's, average band, but nobody yeah. can name the drummer or bass player. No, that's true. Very few people. Yeah, unless you're somebody like Doug Schmendthall, who's really into certain bands.
1: That's true. But like, yeah. I
0: couldn't name the drummer for most bands. Yeah, like big, like even now, and they change.
1: Well, we're talking about celebrity culture earlier. It's kind of you know, a lot of bands are their celebrity culture. The front man is the face of the band, and everyone else is just there to make the front man sound good.
0: Yeah, and there's very few bands like like Slash is his own entity. Yep. You know, so he, no matter what he's in he's still Slash and he's smart to do that Sting yeah Yeah. there's certain kind of people that have their own thing yep. they don't always be their own entity yep. and, and there are very few of them Keith Richards is one of them Slash Although is one of them I am
1: noticing I mean I'm not exactly in the music scene really but even I'm noticing a lot fewer bands nowadays oh it's
0: gone, it's just gone. everyone is
1: solo now trust
0: me it's over man it's interesting cause, it's well I mean
1: because you don't need a drummer
0: because you Download a drum sample and you loop that. It's
1: over. You download a bass sample. Andy, it's done.
0: It's done. In our lifetime, it's over. Bands are going wayside. It's too much production. It's too much work. It is. Too much gear to move.
1: But on the other hand... It costs too much money. You know, you start listening, you'd listen to a handful of songs and you're like, wow, the bass line is literally the exact same in three of these songs because they just, they download sample packs. They don't record their own... You know they don't record the melody, they don't record the bass, they don't record the drums. They just record singing, and then they use like public domain. But that's
0: where it's going. Yeah, it all it, that, sounds the exact but same. That's though.
1: where it already is, I think. It's it's where it's been for yeah at least yeah. ten years, I would say.
0: And and I hate to say it, but how much time we have?
1: <clears throat> uh, negative ten seconds.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, we can I'll keep say going. It, I'll see,
1: no, I'll say it. When we come back. Yeah, we can keep going in the I'll next segment after, here. I'll say it after the break. All right, we'll be right back.
2: What's the answer, Michael? The XCheck app, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app, simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount, and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, The contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck, safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. in 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with lasik at whiting clinic
0: lasik results may vary talk to your whiting clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential and we're back tom and art show without tom and i'm meli nick and we got andy <laughs> that's it
1: that's all you're no, getting and we have
0: no more guests we, have but anyway, no more we were guests. talking about the music scene how bands it's hard to go see a live local band anymore It's unless it's a concert it's, Yep. most venues are getting rid of live bands mm-hmm. and you know for somebody my age I'm 55 and I was in the music scene most of my adult life and I tell you I, and I'll say this and I know a lot of people won't want to hear it but when Hair metal and regular rock bands got shut out for grunge was the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. It was. It was the beginning of the end. It started to deteriorate then. Then, where's the grunge bands today? That's yeah, it, true. It, they, they there's no exist. legendary
1: grunge. There's like two. Nirvana. Yeah. Nirvana is the, the only Sound one. Soundgarden. Yeah. There
0: you go. <laughs> ah, there's a couple other ones. Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> there's just only like a handful. But, and I actually like Stone Temple Pilots. But, uh, yeah, it was the beginning of the end. Hmm. It was it was bands that wanted to get paid to play. Then grunge band said, well, give us this 12-pack and a bi- couple Big Macs. Yeah. And then it went down and now that nobody gets paid. Mm-hmm. You only get paid to play. You don't get paid to record. So it, it was the beginning of the end. So now that you got what you wanted, the industry kind of turned its own light switch out. I don't I know how, how they make money.
1: <clears throat> well, I mean – A lot of them make money just because of the low production cost of. It's like you know, think of something like Taylor Swift when she was beginning to get. Well, that's
0: that's that the pop scene's a different scene. I'm talking about rock and roll scene. Rock and roll's dead. Rock and roll doesn't make any money at all. It's dead. No. And you know it's so sad. There's a ton of great independent rock bands. They're great. Yeah, but no one cares. There's there's new Led Zeppelins out there, but no one cares. And no one will play their music. Yeah and and the, all these this just like kq everyone just plays the classics yep. nobody has a new music segment no why won't they dedicate two hours a day to new music it's a good question why don't why won't they they won't do it
1: well i mean we, we might see that changing soon just cause... play
0: two hours of new music <laughs>
1: man a lot of the classic rock stations recently got shook up just because they weren't you know they weren't doing well so there's <laughs> there's a lot of change of management there's a lot of change of talent. We might see something like that start because they're gonna realize that they've been playing the same music for 30, well, I'll 40 tell you years. What, other
0: countries play it. Yep. You go to Italy, you're hearing new rock music. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well,
1: I mean it makes I mean if you're going to be playing the same thing for 30 years, you know... You're
0: going to lose the audience. The definitely. audience, they're, I mean... They're even, going to die off. Yeah, I was going to
1: say, <laughs> even if they're like a captive audience, they don't live forever. So, no, they're going to die you know, off. What are you going to do once everybody who grew up on 70s rock is dead? Right. What, are you just going to keep playing, for, playing it for and no one? And that's not
0: that far away.
1: No, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah, that would be people who were born in like you know 1950, 1960. You would you think
0: know. they could start slow with just a new music segment. Yeah, just play new music for an hour a day and you you know what you could play new music from old artists. every band that they play has a new song out that's true but they won't play it yeah they refuse to play it. Yeah. Heck, I think it it took Bon Jovi with his last single like a year to get any radio station to play it.
1: It is interesting how yeah a band like Metallica can come out with something and no one cares. Nope, we're in that time. Yeah, it's like the, the, all they care about is what they grew up with. That's all that matters. Yeah. Which is sad, but
0: you know. But that's where that's the music how a lot business. Of are. That's where the music business is. Yeah. I tried to look at like go back to the things that you grew up with. I tried because I have Roku, and they have a lot of the old shows on there. Mm-hmm. But some of those shows don't hold the test of time. No, a
1: lot of them are just not. Yeah, Can't watch them. Oh, I've been I've been recently, you know, similar kind of uh, you know, zeitgeist. There, I've been going back and playing like old video games, like Super Nintendo games from like the '90s. So many of them. I remember them coming out and they were like this groundbreaking thing.
0: It, no, they're It archaic.
1: revolutionized the entire <laughs> video game industry and it was like, God, the story, the graphics. And now you go back and play them and they're just not they're archaic. They're not good at all. At all. And a lot of things are like that. Music is a lot like that. Some TV music goes like at but T
0: V shows really didn't. Well,
1: there's still some Super Nintendo games that could be good if they came out today, but yeah, like anything else. Some, something that old, 90% of it is just, it's obsolete. Yeah. Because a lot of, especially when things that it's like, it's the first thing to do this.
0: Well, tech stuff, yeah, it's, it's goes, yeah. date it quick. It's like, in, well, I mean, the
1: music industry, you know, the t- technology has been improving and there was always the first band to like do, you know, it's like the first band to do like crossfading between tracks or whatever. Right. And when that came out, everyone was so into it, but now it's so passe That you go back and listen to the first time someone did it, and you're like, this is... I
0: remember when Van Halen first came out, it was like the first guitar band, like real... Yeah, exactly. Like modern-day guitar playing. (laughs) You know, it wasn't Zeppelin, it was like, holy crap, what's that guy doing, how's he doing it? Mm -hmm. And I think the first real double bass drummer that really focused on double bass beats. Yeah. And people were like, what the hell is this? And now it's nothing.
1: Novelty, (laughs) yeah, novelty doesn't last. No. You got to have quality, not Van, just Halen,
0: Van Halen was was. Well, is Van a great Halen's band. still. Yeah, yeah it's a great
1: band. They're not. Yeah, but. They're, it's all over now. It's all over for everyone. It's done. That's true. Can't, I th- I think stumble. it's cyclic. Cyclical though. I mean, it'll come back eventually. And this
0: new music, I don't know if you guys. I went to a couple of bars and they play this, this hip hop that's like a floaty, mind, brainwashing type music that. It's almost like if you were a heroin addict, it'd be perfect. Well, that's what it's literally. Is for. Is that what it's for? Yeah, dude, I can't take. A lot that, of man. music
1: scenes like that, especially like you know, underground coming from a big city like Chicago or whatever, it's based on what drugs the people are doing at the time.
0: Oh, it is totally. If you think about music, it, like, man. well, think
1: about '60s music. How much of that is for people who are high? Yeah. Oh, well, it's all like of, yeah, it ninety Pink percent Floyd, of the
0: music. All the Pink Floyd yeah, stuff. All Pink that Floyd stuff. was
1: literally designed to be listened to on acid. Yeah, exactly on psychedelics. Yeah. So you know the music today, you get this really it's, slow, yeah, plodding, yes. methodical. No, oh, it's
0: methodical, blotting. It, it's, it's brainwashing. Exactly. It's, and like, it's
1: for people who are so high that it puts
0: you in a trance. Yeah, exactly. What do they? I think. Do they call it trance music? I haven't heard someone call it trance and forever I, but they do they did call it that right yes okay
1: There was like an early-ish form of edm but yeah, yeah. Trance. edm is the most recent form i know because trance techno electronica all basically the same thing yeah it's kind but of now they call it electronic dance music which... i
0: heard some dark stuff though it's dark like real dark yeah. gloomy heroin nodding out music mm. and that's what a lot of these clubs are playing <clears throat> it all just keeps rolling never stops yeah, like there's no song; it just keeps going. I know you can't tell when one song ends and the next begins. No, and then yeah. the voice, the the vocals are all real. I don't know; it's a weird kind of music, but it's pretty popular.
1: Well, I'm sure you're you know the, the '90s when like Purple drank and Lean and that kind of stuff were big, and that's all you heard back then was that kind of thing because yeah. people would drink a bunch of codeine and then they would just lay on the couch and listen to 40 <laughs> BPM music. It's, I don't,
0: I don't get it. Yeah, I can't do it.
1: Well, so much of it is designed to be listened to by the very young, like you know,
0: fourteen to twenty. Oh, that's. Uh, I just went. I was just at the Real Screen Television mm-hmm. Summit, and it's every network there, and they're telling it's it's. Uh, you can meet with every executive, and they all said the same thing. They are looking for to. Their base, is twelve to sixteen yep, year olds, exactly. and diversity. Well, which means yeah. black people yep. and that's all they care about right. right now they don't care about anything else because they're the people watching TV yep it's so always been that they, way they do this market research who's listening to music mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do Yeah. so if you can get ahead of that figure out what the next things, big thing's going to be
1: well, that's always the million dollar billion dollar question isn't it what's yeah. the next niche going to be but you never really know
0: I think it's going more and more over the top uh bad like bad stuff negative Oh, definitely, yeah. But over the top. Mm -hmm. Even you look at the top TV shows right now on cable. Everything's negative. It's it's gross stuff. Like my feet are killing me. Doctor Pimple Popper. Oh yeah, that's uh, shock, shock and and gross out. Shock and gross out. It's big on TV right now. That
1: was like the late '80s, early '90s. And and like uh, Tom Green. But it's right.
0: It's right now. Yeah. And that. Well, it's it's
1: it's it's all a cycle. You know, things become old, and then they become so old that they're cool again. And then
0: reality. Of people doing dumb stuff. Like 90 Day Fiancé is one of the top shows on television right now. Yeah. People are addicted to it. Girls are addicted to it. Can't stop watching it. Mm. And it's just a total exploitation of people. Yeah. And that's where it's, the TV industry is going. Yeah. That's wow. shocking, all. Yeah, cheap stuff. Yeah. It costs
1: no money to produce. Same with, not...
0: And same with music.
1: Yeah, exactly. Cheap. One person... One. Talk, singing in front of a bunch of computers playing
0: music. Well, the DJ craze started that. Yeah, definitely. You know, and these DJs get paid. Oh, my favorite is watching hundred thousand dollars of the performance.
1: My favorite is like, as someone who knows how a mixer actually operates, watching the DJs. They'll be like turning knobs that aren't actually hooked up to anything. <laughs> that They're channel. putting on a show. They're the people are looking at them. They're like, oh wow, well, look how cool and even, dynamic.
0: Even the Super Bowl halftime. J-Lo's mic was a dead mic. Yeah? It wasn't even turned on. I'm not surprised at all. There was no... You, you can zoom in <laughs> and look at the LED screen. It's blacked out. It's, yeah. It wasn't on. Yeah. It was a dead mic.
1: I'm not surprised. It's all... It's. It's been dubbed for 20 years at least. I mean, where what was that... Uh, there was a controversy. I think it was the halftime show where someone, they were dubbed and then they cut out and then, you know...
0: Or they kept singing after Yeah, and
1: exposed them as a, like being dubbed. And that yeah, was I like, think
0: it was... Uh, it was like
1: 20 years ago or yeah, something. Yeah, I remember it.
0: But now, people just expect that. I think it was maybe Christina Aguilera.
1: I think you might be right. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. but. She's actually a really good singer, though. <clears throat> well, but when you're dancing around like that. Yeah, you can't sing. it. Yeah, people no. don't
0: understand. You can't sound like an album, what you do on an album.
1: Yeah, you never see someone dance like that and sing, like, on stage because you can't dub them. Well, when you're in the
0: studio, your voice is going through all these effects boxes and all kinds of stuff, and it's overdubbed. You sing 10 tracks, and they put them all together. You're not going to sound like that live. No. That's
1: the other thing is, yeah, like, when people are singing in, in like, physically impossible ways, like, they're harmonizing with themselves. It's like, (laughs) of course they're
0: dubbed. Humans don't sound like that. No No. animal sounds like that. No. So you got to be in reality with music. Yeah. But yeah, watching some of those old TV shows on Roku that I used to when – I, when I was stayed home sick from school or something, you'd watch like Bewitched and all those shows all mm. day. They're terrible. Like you can't even watch – I can't even watch an episode.
1: Yeah, so much of it is like – you know, that's charming because it's like a I look back. I guess when I was a
0: kid it was, but look it Look back anymore. into the past,
1: that kind of thing. But a lot of the jokes – yeah, they've been done to death. I tried to watch, the timing is just weird because it was all shot live in front of an audience. Yeah, They didn't have, like, the 17 cameras that they no. could switch between whenever someone, you know, didn't move on their mark right. I tried to watch,
0: the other day I tried to watch a Brady Bunch episode. Brady <laughs> Bunch
1: I always found so corny.
0: I tried to watch a Bewitched episode. They're all terrible. They were horrible.
1: Yeah, the... the Production quality just isn't there for a lot of them. And Yolkin, like a, *Honeymooners*, uh, *Honeymooners* was like shot in live. one room. It was shot live, one maybe two cameras I think. They didn't re- they didn't like record it, edit it. I edit think it. just one. Yeah, so it's like in a room, one room. Yep, exactly. And when you're shooting a show like that, it's like, what can you even do?
0: That's actually still watchable.
1: Yeah, *Honeymooners* is good. It's actually, actually
0: still watchable, man. Yeah. But the other ones aren't yeah that's one of the few that are and <coughs> i love I, lucy
1: that's
0: pretty I love good lucy still. still pretty good and I, I still like red fox's one-liners on Sanford son yeah she has got good one-liners mm-hmm. so i still watch that yeah but, but the other ones are, that i watched as a kid every day like you watched them every day of your life well bewitched
1: was part of that whole uh, phenomenon of just like weird crap yeah, it's like it's the the whole the, the whole hook like you know the Mork and Mindy, oh, yeah, the and Flying Nun, <laughs> that kind of stuff. It's just like, I mean, you know, it's a cool concept, but it is it's went too goofy at times.
0: It's pretty goofy.
1: Yeah, it is extremely goofy. <laughs> Everything back then was goofy. Twits in her
0: nose and stuff happens. Yeah, cool. and I dream a genie.
1: I dream a genie. Yeah, that's the other one. Basically, the
0: same thing. Horrible is, show now too. I can't yeah. unwatchable. I haven't watched TV Land in forever. She looks good. She looked good though. Yeah. But unwatchable show. Wow. Well,
1: that's how. That's how so much of entertainment is though. It's like you know when you, when you listen to the. Like classic rock, you're listening to the hits back then. You're not listening to the, the crap that right. everyone forgot about after one week. You know, it's still classic rock. Technically, it came out in that era. It came up by you know. Yeah. A, band that was huge it's funny
0: too now that what they consider like back when the stuff came out like just an example no radio station when they came out for the first 10 years would play ever play judas priest no no way too too much never played priest when priest was priest they did it 20 years later but they don't now they play them every day but they would never play them never they would never play iron maiden too hard for radio oh yeah that was that was heavy metal man yeah Rock and roll stations didn't play heavy metal. No. In fact, Metallica made it with zero airplay. Zero. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They mm. zero airplay band. <clears throat> That's
1: interesting because now a radio station will play literally
0: anything. They won a Grammy and went double platinum with zero airplay. Well. MTV wouldn't even let Metallica on. Wow. Well. MTV wouldn't let Guns N' Roses on. MTV
1: used to not let a lot of
0: people in. Guns N' Roses broke MTV to let other bands in because they said no, 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 no. And then they finally, Guns N' Roses management made a deal that they would play Welcome to the Jungle at 4 Mm a.m. Once. Great time slot. Although, actually,
1: honestly. It worked. Kids back then. It worked. Kids,
0: they're up late. They played played Back to the Jungle, and they say that so many people called in that it broke their board. Well, yeah, you only got so much phone
1: capacity. They said
0: so many people called in and actually smoked the board mm. and that was the beginning of Guns N' Roses Yeah, and now, then MTV took them.
1: That is one thing. It's like, yeah, the 4 a.m. time slot, it's not good except for like boys aged probably 15 to 25. Yeah. Yep. that's right who's right. Up right and you
0: there. have to remember that was that was in the heart <laughs> of the glam metal bands and then you have this band saying you're gonna, completely you're different. gonna die I'm gonna watch you bleed yep. and MTV said we can't put that on the yeah. air you're gonna die we're gonna watch you bleed yeah no way <laughs> well, get out of here yeah. but they did they played it one time and it blew up Then it went on rotation yeah and it made the band so
1: we'll be right back we got one more segment left with the family.
2: Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Was your New Year's resolution to work out at the gym to lose weight? Now it's almost March and you haven't shed a pound. Well, do what I did. Let the coaches at Ultimate Weight Loss help you lose weight fast. With the help of Ultimate Weight Loss, I lost 41 pounds, another 42 pounds in each of my first two 40-day programs, and I didn't have to exercise. Summer will be here before you know it. So start now, look great, and feel even better by losing 20 to 40 pounds with the help of my friends at Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss, powered by Nutrimost. Due to the tremendous success of their clients, they are now opening a Woodbury location. That's on March 2nd. They will then have three locations to serve you in Plymouth, Edina, and Woodbury. Starting today, live your healthiest life. Schedule an immediate consultation. Call Ultimate Weight Loss, powered by Nutrimost, 763-333-7337 763-333-7337 763-333-7337 763-333-7337 or go to their website ultimatewl.com that's ultimatewl.com
0: Who is this? I forget. Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. They still together? That's a they good question. A, I think they had a falling out.
1: Hmm.
0: We'll have to Google that. I wouldn't doubt
1: out. it. Let's see. Simon and also Garfunkel. I
0: think maybe they're back together now because they need money. Well. I'm sure Michael Jackson owned their rights probably. Let's
1: see here. <laughs> he owned
0: everybody else's. Uh,
1: No, they haven't been active in a long time. Hmm. They were active until 1970.
0: They're both still alive, right?
1: They did some reunions most recently, 2007 to 2010.
0: they still alive, both of them? Let's see. Here. So that'd be a big key if they're still playing. <laughs>
1: they're both still alive. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. They are 78, though.
0: That's not that old. Not well, for their kind of music. Well, too. no, I suppose. Yeah, that kind of thing. You can sing folk for the rest of your life. That's true. I mean, Johnny Cash sang those death.
1: Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, they split up in 1970. Like when yeah, they were no, really they, big. It's,
0: no, they had big differences. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, it'd be tough to be in a two-man band. Well, yeah. I mean, you're sharing a spotlight with, mm-hmm. you know, makes it harder, I think, than being in a regular band. Well, they did well. They did well. Oh, well, they did well. But you would figure that money would have to dry up at some point. You would
1: think, but I mean, with Simon and Garfunkel, if you're you know that big, I don't know, you know, you can live off royalties for the rest of your life, honestly.
0: Yeah, but is are there is there music generating any money? Is uh, anybody using your music in like movie scores or? <clears throat> I've been watching the series on Showtime. Showtime has a lot of great new series now. Showtime changed their their model. They're, they yeah. kind of went like Netflix, and you got know, a lot of series on Showtime. Um, I just got it because I got Roku. But I've been watching uh, this series called Billions. It's about stock traders, and they have the best music score on any show ever made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they play they play anything from Simon and Garfunkel to Slayer. <laughs> I mean, last night's episode was like Megadeth. And they, and huh. some Metallica songs. Is it to, a period piece? Nope, nope, modern day. Huh. They play a lot of classic rock and metal on it, though. Well, hey. ACDC. They must spend a lot of money because I looked into getting using Judas Priest. Another thing coming. Oh God, don't even try. It was a ridiculous. It was like three hundred thousand yeah. dollars for thirty seconds or something. Well, Crazy that's, money.
1: That's how those bands make money. Yeah, but
0: they don't own their rights.
1: Well, the studios, yeah, yeah, I suppose.
0: See, that's people don't understand. <clears throat> a lot of bands get approached to sell their library of yeah, music. Yeah, that's true. For licensing, and then so they don't make the royalties anymore. Once you sell your music, you don't get any money from that music, and that's the difference between people like John Bon Jovi, why he's worth five hundred million dollars. Yeah, a lot of
1: bands got screwed out of those because royalties because he early. owns
0: his music. He owns his library.
1: Never sell the rights. Never, Never sell the
0: rights. Like all the bands that, like all the other bands of the '80s, like Motley Crue. they don't own any of their music zero
1: they want to buy the rights because they can make more money by selling their music and getting royalties so the
0: the jackson family owns most bands because they bought them off from sony or acquired them all from sony Uh through the years they own they have the biggest library of music rights of anybody in the world
1: it's gonna be interesting in like 80 years when all of that is public domain yeah. People, are, people in the year yeah, it's 2100. What's, it's
0: what's 99 years, right?
1: They keep changing it. Uh, it used to be like life of the author or life of the composer plus 15, and now it's plus well, something it, and else. You're right,
0: there's, there's some attorney who made a career <clears throat> off of dead celebrities, and he somehow has got their rights back for the families. And I know he. This, well, as long as someone is willing to uphold a copyright. He does Elvis, like Merrill Monroe, uh, all the big dead people. He yeah. represents their state. Well,
1: for a while there, it was like, you know, if Elvis died after 15 years, it went public domain no matter what, because Elvis isn't alive to maintain the copyright on what is his but now the copyright can belong to an estate and as long as the estate holds it
0: right? that's what this lawyer did he started all that but now yep. he's made a huge career he's got like 500 people on his yep. roster oh, and yeah. he makes millions and millions and millions of well, dollars and the estates
1: make so much money why wouldn't they join yeah. it yeah they
0: call they call him the attorney for dead celebrities mm-hmm. like that's what he does yes
1: copyright law is extremely complicated and it keeps changing all... I,
0: I got my personal L.A. Nick uh, trademark to yeah. copyright it took a long time it's not easy. It took it. it took a long time. The yeah. process. It, it wasn't that difficult, but for the government to actually get your stuff back to you. Well, but yeah, takes a long time.
1: Basically, what I mean is, yeah, yeah. convincing it, it them took to. took like a year. Send a
0: form in less than three months. Oh, it took a year. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it just protects you somebody using your name. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, you can technically copyright and trademark anything as long as it's not like you know.
0: Here's the here's the issues though, and I've done. I, I'll tell this this story from experience. And I won't name names, but I trademarked the name to a to a, a nightclub, hmm. and somebody else started using it afterwards. And when I went to take them to court to stop using the name, even though at the time I had already opened, they were paying more tax revenue on the name than I was, oh. and it was the Seminole Tribe. They had a little lounge in all their hard rock casinos. Mm. They had a little lounge called the same name as I was using. But they had so many of them, their tax revenue was 10 times mine, and the federal government gave it to them I, and reneged my trademark.
1: Yeah. So it doesn't even matter.
0: Whoever has the most money wins. That's the yeah. lesson I'm going to teach Well, do. that's <laughs>
1: always true. Trademarks, I think, are weaker than copyrights, though. I'm not really sure, but I'm pretty sure it's... That's basically how it works. You can trademark something, but then it's...
0: I think, once again, whoever's paying the most tax revenue will gain the rights to the name through the federal government. Well, I'm sure.
1: So many of the copyrights that are enforced regularly are for gigantic companies like Disney because they make so much money for the government that, you know...
0: You know, it's stuff like that. There's so much we don't know. The inside secrets of like that like did how much money these, these companies are paying the government and then you got companies like Amazon who's not paying the government anything yeah. but they get everything handed to them mm-hmm. why because they create jobs I don't remember what the justification like why was? are they tax-free it was something weird but... why is the NFL tax-free
1: they're not anymore. They're not. They actually changed that recently. Thank God. I know the NFL was tax free for a very long time, but I think it's like a couple of years ago. Yeah, they
0: were. They considered themselves a nonprofit organization, yep. which is a bunch of crap. Which is yeah, extremely. It makes billions and billions. They're one of the biggest marketer <clears throat> retailers in the world. Uh, Merchandisers.
1: 2015, they lost their 501c status. Thank God. Uh, which was, yeah, they were, they're were they not a, non- a non-profit anymore.
0: Because no, no other sport league was ever a non-profit. Just well, the they're NFL. not nonprofit.
1: non-profit. That just doesn't,
0: Yeah, that's every, not true. No, everybody's making millions of dollars a year. <laughs> but the, t- the the players always paid taxes, but the owners yes, weren't. Yes, the teams paid the taxes. Wasn't. The league wasn't. But
1: the league itself never did. Right. But now they do. Good. Well, a lot of people learned about that and were... A, a, Understandably, you're not happy with that because and, it's a—it's not something you'd ever think. Like, does the NFL pay taxes? Well, of course they do, but they actually, didn't. no, they didn't.
0: No, for most of their their existence, they didn't pay taxes. Yeah, that's. And I wonder why. I wonder why Amazon still doesn't. Is it a deal that we made?
1: They don't pay. The USPS is what it is. They paid like normal taxes, I believe, but the USPS they get all that like a normal person. If you're trying to ship a package through USPS, you're paying five
0: bucks. They get it
1: for they nothing. get it for free. Is it I, free? I don't like think totally they, free. I don't think they pay anything to the USPS. Wow. And I think it's because they make so much in sales tax that they made a deal with the government saying, you know, if you give us free shipping, then we can make even more on sales tax. But could that could be right.
0: But how, isn't that going to break USPS? In- <clears throat> make them go bankrupt.
1: It's they seem to be handling it pretty well. And they also they use a lot of sometimes it's USPS, sometimes it's the other two. You no,
0: know, US think about it, the United States Postal Service is pretty friggin' amazing. It's, Actually the whole world postal service is pretty amazing. Yeah,
1: I don't know how they I don't know how someone makes money shipping like a bunch of five dollar little tchotchkis <laughs> On a boat that gets fifty mile for fifty gallons to the mile across I don't, the entire I don't world, get it either, man. it's like how is anyone even the amount of gas you're paying for alone has to be hundreds of thousands of dollars, and yet you know you're shipping a bunch of snow globes that are worth three. Actually, bucks. it's
0: not that much to to get a container on a ship from China.
1: No, it's not.
0: It's not. It's like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. So you just have to pack that container. That's true.
1: And they do have algorithms specifically designed. so well, that's why packaging is often so bizarre. It's because you know you make the packaging one cubic inch smaller and you're fitting you know another well, forty fifty things in that shipping container.
0: Most packed stuff that you just me shipping stuff to people, packing materials cost more than what you're putting in the box. <laughs> that's true. So that's
1: I always got to keep those newspapers. Bubble
0: wraps ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah.
1: If you get a package that has like those nice, those like airbags in it, you oh, keep those airbags. Yeah. I
0: save them all. Because yeah. I, I, I sell a lot of stuff on eBay and, you know, buying things of bubble wrap is ridiculous. Yep. It costs more than what you're selling.
1: The only good place I've found bubble wrap for cheap is Home Depot. They sell giant wheels of it for not that but much. But
0: you have to watch. But it's not There's great. some stuff from China that's garbage. Well, yeah, You just touch it and the air comes out of it. Yeah, of course. That green stuff. And I think they sell it at Home Depot. Mm, yeah, it's well, not any good well everyone's tra- always trying to cut costs yeah and the peanuts are a big pain in the neck cause they mess your whole house up
1: I haven't seen anyone use peanuts in forever
0: I still get packages of peanuts
1: yeah, yeah. I
0: remember packing peanuts very well and but- you know people don't know this a lot of people don't know what media mail is so if you're sending even this if you're selling sending if you have a box a, a record collection at your parents house They can ship you that record collections for almost nothing. Just if it's media? Records or media.
1: So media mail, and if specifically objects that count as media
0: are cheaper than... No, it's ridiculously cheap. Wow. I just sent a reel-to-reel tape, like an old reel-to-reel tape of Jimi Hendrix Live, and I sent that to California, Mm -hmm. and it literally cost me, I think, 99 cents. That's pretty cheap. Because it was media mail. I wonder why. Media mouse cheap. But like, what does that... It's like, some what law th- that's yeah, back oh, it's, that went back on the books Oh. from a long time ago. They haven't changed it. Has it has to make the shipping of media...
1: But it has it's probably to, like a freedom of information kind of thing. And it
0: has to be media. They check too. I'm sure they do. They didn't check that real. It was already in the box and they didn't check. But I'm sure they do random checks. But you can send a whole box of albums hmm. for nothing. for very cheap, for little or nothing. It's interesting. Yeah, albums, books anything that's media
3: hmm.
0: anything with information you can send very inexpensive as long as they
1: weigh less than 70 pounds yeah that's a lot of
0: pounds it is but medium, unless it's books media mail is very cheap
1: media mail is based on weight and size hmm. well look at that that's
0: interesting you never know about these kind of things no that's why I would tell people I had record collections I wanted for so long and I'm like oh, I ain't gonna pay to ship all that it's heavy But it's not expensive because it's media. Any recording is considered media.
1: Well, look at that. Yeah, they got a list of things. Books, recordings, scripts, printed music. Uh, Loose leaf pages and binders consisting of medical information. So this has to be a freedom of information kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but it costs little or nothing.
1: Well, hey, maybe we should tell some of the people who send us books because we always get it like first class. Yeah, media mail is
0: cheap. A lot of people don't know about it. Don't know it exists. I didn't know it existed. A lot of people don't. Well, look at that. That's why I'm saving <laughs>
1: our listeners money. Yeah. If I, they send books to people. I
0: learned it through Nancy. She's, she sends pictures and yeah, people all go. over the world and it's media mail. So mm. it costs nothing. And I'm like, How'd you get that that cheap? Because it's media mail. Mm. And I'm like, what's media mail?
1: <laughs> when I was a teenager I used to send things like FedEx.
0: Shouldn't have done that. No, they're expensive.
1: They're very expensive. I would sell things, and I'd be like, "How are people making money?" So I, of this?
0: I figured out the whole shipping thing. So large things, the U.S. Postal Service will crush you. Yeah, it's expensive. UPS is good for heavy stuff, like oh. something that weighs eighty pounds. Hmm. You want to go to UPS? It's not going to cost you one hundred and twenty bucks. Well, yeah. But the post office would be three hundred dollars. Huh. They don't like heavy stuff.
1: Suppose that makes sense.
0: Like I send in- motorcycle engines to people. I go to UPS. Yeah. it's well, yeah. postal- Pretty
1: pretty well over eighty pounds, I'd say.
0: Yeah. The postal service actually won't take stuff over a certain weight. I think it's one, maybe one ten. Hmm. They won't even take it. Interesting. But UPS will. And then so, FedEx is for if you want to pay a thousand dollars. I don't know what FedEx is. I don't. I don't, I don't either. I, every time I ever got a quote from them, I'm like, <laughs> what planet are you on?
1: <laughs> the good, the nice thing about them is that they've got like Kinkos.
0: Yes, but that's for shipping. I don't know. I was surprised that Kinkos went under. It was always packed. Well, especially the ones in L.A. and New York, man, where the entertainment world is. You go, they were twenty-four-seven. They were packed all night. Yeah, people in there making their projects. Well, FedEx
1: probably. They, they said, "We'll give you five hundred million dollars and absorb you." And they were like, "You know sure. that,
0: I still can't believe that Second Wind. The guy who sold used exercise equipment. I know. Sold that company for a billion dollars. A billion. Like, I would have never thought, like, even <sighs>
1: if you said, I got a warehouse full of used exercise equipment, want to start a business, I'd say, no, that's a stupid idea.
0: A billion dollars he got for that. But, yeah, you never know. Nancy just took his picture. He won CEO of the year. Yeah? For his new company. It's he used something else. Oh, he yeah, used.
1: he started a. <laughs> I think he used furniture. Some Dick Enrico or something? Yeah, Dick Enrico, yeah. Dick Enrico.
0: Nice guy, though.
1: There he is. Let's see. He started... He tried to do a second shade patio furniture. Yeah, patio furniture. But that didn't work. Just go... Well, he's so. got
0: something. He just got CEO of the year. So, let's
1: see. Shady Deal Depot liquidation store. <laughs> that doesn't even sound good. Oh, right. Yeah, I heard about that. Shady Deal Depot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, look at that. You know, he's... He started second wind with $15,000, and the patio thing cost him millions. So you never really know. Nope. He has had nearly 25 businesses, and a lot of them failed. But yeah. that's how it is. you know. Well, he made We've, a billion dollars. But, yeah, once you just have to have that one really make it, and you're good. Yeah, like Mike Lindell, my
0: pillow. That's true. He had one, made
1: it. <laughs> he sure did. He's doing pretty well for himself. Uh, yeah. We're out of time. It's time to go. All right.
0: See you guys. We
1: probably won't be on tomorrow. I'm going to try to see if some people want to come in, but Doug's. I know he's not in. He's somewhere. I don't know where he is, honestly. Kansas City or
0: something? Yeah. Maybe. Does he go to Kansas City?
1: He travels a lot yeah. for Walzer Automotive. Walzer, Walzer <laughs> Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Um, yeah, we might not be on tomorrow. I don't know. I'll uh, we'll announce it on social media if we are going to be on. Yep. But just assume not. Otherwise, we'll see you on Monday. See you guys.